Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like this podcast, I'm certain you'll love the book, Push by Pain into Purpose. Click the link in the description below or visit pushedtopurpose.com. That's pushed, the number two, purpose.com to order your copy today. Hi, I'm Cheryl Joyce Norman, author of Pushed by Pain into Purpose. I wrote Pushed by Pain into Purpose after realizing that God had purpose in my pain. Now, I'm here to share my journey with you to discover the purpose in your pain and change your perspective of it. Welcome again to the Push by Pain into Purpose podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join me for another episode. I'm your host, Cheryl Joyce, and the author of the book, Push by Pain into Purpose. We've been examining witnesses from the Bible uh, just to corroborate the, the, the test- with their testimony of being pushed by pain into purpose. And we have one other witness that we're going to call to the stand today. And then I'll take the stand to present testimony for my book, Push by Pain into Purpose. So I'm just forewarning you to let you know that if you don't have the book, you might want to pick it up before we get to that uh, episode. So today, we're going to look at a young man that's been born uh, blind. Like I said, on the last episode, some people were born for a certain time and event. And we're going to see that today as we look at his story. Follow along with me in John chapter 9 as we see the purpose for his blindness. Verse 1 says, As he went along, he saw a blind man from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? As I read through the different stories in the Bible, sometimes the disciples could ask some 
really strange questions. And to me, this was one of them. You're asking Jesus, this man was born blind because of his sin? If he was just born, if he was born, how he, had he had a chance to do all this sinning that they were asking about? But I know that that was um, back then, that was the concept that if you were born with some type of in, infirmity or you, if you became uh, ill or infirmed, that it was because of some sin in your life. So I guess I can understand the question that they were asking. But Jesus gave them the answer. And he said, neither one of them, neither this man nor his parents sinned. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. So then the works of God might be displayed in him. Wow. He summed that up, you know, and just let them know. But I like this story because it's kind of humorous to me. So I thought I'd just put him on the witness stand and just look and see uh, what transpired Jesus gave a discourse <clears throat> talking to his disciples and he said uh, after he told them why the, the man was born blind that there was purpose in it and he says as long as it is day we must do the works of him who sent me night is coming when no one can work so while I'm in the world I am the light of the world and then after Saying all this, um, he spit on the ground. He made some mud with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes. Can you imagine? Well, he couldn't see, so he didn't know what he was doing. He might have heard some coughing and, you know, and some spitting, and he didn't know what he was doing. But Jesus is over there making mud pies with saliva. And then he put it on the man's eyes. And he told him to go wash in the pool of Siloam. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging, because basically when you're blind, that's what you do. That's your form of, you know, you're a beggar. And uh, they knew that this is the man, uh, you know. But they was like, well, I don't, he's, he's sinned. I don't know if that's the right one. Uh, isn't that the same man who used to sit and beg? And some say, yeah, that's him. And others say, um, no, that's not him. He only looks like him. But he himself insisted, yeah, I'm the man. Yeah, I'm the one. So then they start asking him questions. How then were your eyes open? 
He said, the man they called Jesus, he didn't even really know who he was. He said, a man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Salam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. So, of course, you know, everybody's like, where is this man? He's like, I don't know. He did what he had to do for me. I don't know where he is, you know. When I went to watch, you know, he he disappeared. I don't I don't know. <laughs> and then here comes the Pharisees. That that group, you know, that they got to investigate everything and the people, you know, just couldn't accept that this man, yeah, that's the same one that was blind, that was big and now he can see and so they had to bring him before the Pharisees. And so, <clears throat> and then Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. So, you know, they had an issue with that too. You know, who is this man and why is he doing all this stuff? You know, it might have been okay, but, you know, he did that on the Sabbath. He ain't supposed to do nothing on the Sabbath. And so the, the, they brought him before the, um, the Pharisees, and uh, they said, therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. And he again repeated the story. He put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and now I see. And some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. They're not looking at the miracle that the man can see. All they're worried about is he did it on the Sabbath. And so some of the other people that stand around said, well, how can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Anything ever good happened to you and you got people over here saying one thing and other people over here saying another, everybody divided, and they don't accept what happened to you good. They want to make an issue out of it. So then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. The man said, I guess he's a prophet. They still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. They wouldn't take his word. <laughs> now they got the call for the parents. Now, parents come in, uh, and they were like, uh, is this your son? It's like, uh, is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? The parents looking at each other and looking at them, and it's like, uh, yeah, he's our son. We know that. <laughs> and we know he was born blind. But how he can see now, or who opened his eyes, I don't know. Go ask him. He old enough. <laughs> he can ask your questions. Why y'all got to call me <laughs> You know, um, he can speak for himself. But his parents were just afraid of the Jewish leaders. Because anybody that was on Jesus' side, they would have been kicked out. 
and they would have been put out the synagogue. So that was why his parents said, he's of age, ask him. He know what happened. I wasn't there. I, I wasn't there. I don't know. So they called this young man in again a second time. So they're saying, give, God, give glory to God by telling the truth. We know this man has got to be a sinner. And the young man said, look, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But the one thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. So then they asked him again, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He said, look, <laughs> I told y'all this story. You know, y'all, why y'all keep asking me? Y'all didn't listen? Why you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? <laughs> you know, what, 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 why? Just go find him. And then they hurled insults at him. You're this fellow's disciple. We're disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. And the man said, now, that's remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And to this they replied, you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. But he had, he had accomplished what Jesus wanted him to accomplish. But Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, and he went and found him. And he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? And he said, well, who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. And Jesus said, you have now seen him. In fact, he's the one speaking to you right now. It's me. And the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. And that's all God wants from us today. It's just to believe in him. He's able to do whatever we need to do. He's able to open blinded eyes. He's able to help us to see past the sin. And Jesus said, for, for judgment I have come into this world so that the blind will see and those who see or think they can see will become blind. And so 
you know, some of the Pharisees are always lurking around, trying to trap Jesus up and trick him up. And they heard what he said. So they asked him, so what, what you saying, Jesus? What, what, are we blind too? Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. Don't neglect having your eyes opened to know who Jesus really is. Just like this young man said, I don't know who he is, if he is a sinner or not. All I know is I was blind and now I can see. Let Jesus open your eyes so you can see. You don't want to be counted with the Pharisees that think they know everything and really don't know anything and still going to be lost and in darkness trying to find the light that they turned off because they didn't want to receive it. Dear Father God, we just thank you for opening up our blinded eyes and for letting us to be able to see you clearly, hear you distinctly, and obey what you tell us to do. This young man was born just for this purpose, for you to teach us this lesson That you can be born blind, but when Jesus shows up, he'll give you sight. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Are you enjoying these episodes? I am enjoying this opportunity to share these moments with you. By the way, I just love reading your reviews. Let's chat more. Head over to pushtopurpose.com. That's pushed, the number two, purpose.com. And join the mailing list. See you soon.